Alright, I have warmed up the nose flute. Are you ready? The nose flute? <laughs> Oh my god, I married the most talented human being on earth. <laughs> if you guys could see what she's doing, it's amazing. You always bring it, you always bring 100% to the table. I'm so proud of you. That's that's also true. Damn it. I be, I bring my cold hands and you bring the talent. <laughs> that's accurate, people. Yeah. Me 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 me. Are you ready? Hello, welcome <laughs> back to the Don't Tell My Grandma podcast. We're back, baby. We're back with season two, and you're not ready for all the stuff that we're bringing to the table. Like what? 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 Uh, are we um. I'll get back to you on that. Um, <laughs> Still thinking about it? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, you know, it's there. It's there. But yeah, we are here um, with another another year of our content, trying in our journey to make fun of life and have fun in the process. Do you like that phrase? Make fun of life and have fun in the process. Don't look at me with that face. Don't look at me with that face. One thumb up. Yay. (laughs) All right. We are back here with season two and don't tell my grandma. We are trying to um, make new things. Hopefully, by the time you start hearing this, you start hearing a little bit different. uh, Some effects, maybe. Oh, yes. We're really excited to see what we can throw in um, to the content structurally and also have more fun with some of the effects and the yeah. fun stuff. Express ourselves yeah. in our content and hopefully also have a lot more fun this time because mm-hmm. our funnest, fundest, fun, funnest and fondest, fun, fondest uh-huh. episodes are the ones where we are just goofing around and mm-hmm. talking. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what we bring to the table. Today. Yeah. So welcome aboard for yeah. season two and thanks for supporting us. If you yeah. listen to some or all of our previous seasons podcasts, yeah. we hope that we can change things around a bit this season yeah. and make it even more exciting for you and yeah. for us. Yeah. So with that being said, would you like to introduce the first ever episode of season two yes let's go for it kick it Yeah, that's that's thing. just part of the music that we brought to the new what season. What would you call your... I have a nose flute. You have a lip guitar. Yes. There you go. Well, I mean, actually, it's kind of repercussion. Percussion, so... Oh, okay. Is a no, repercussion. Repercussion, <laughs> percussion. <laughs> that's right. 
Um, we know what we're doing. Anyway, so one thing that I wanted to talk with you mm-hmm. recently that I feel like one of the things that you learn while you're starting like your own venture and creating content and seeing how it changes your life is the fact that every time you have a fun conversation or something interesting pops into your mind, you kind of want to save it mm. for the next time that you sit down and record or if you write, just like you kind of make some notes and stuff and everything in your life kind of turns and compartmentalize. Mm-hmm. Compartmentalizes? Yeah. That's such a weird word. Uh, into like the times where you're making content and the times where you're living your life in, mm-hmm. between, um, in between those times. So... Uh, We've had a lot of those times and I feel like our lives have changed so much since we started this journey, mm-hmm. pun intended. Knee uh, <laughs> slapper there. Um, but how do you feel your life has changed since we started making this podcast? Mm, that's a good question to yeah. start out with. I think um, I've looked forward to sitting down with you and having conversations that maybe we would normally not make the time for or really right like there are some things that we talk about on the podcast that get more serious or things that we kind of think about ahead of time right and it makes me excited to actually have that set amount of time to talk to you uninterrupted and right. just have that kind of heart to heart yeah. it's different though it's not like we don't have heart to hearts outside of the podcast yeah i wanted like to clarify that because i don't want i don't want people to feel like oh they don't talk at all <laughs> they're making no, this podcast just to be able true. to talk no. <laughs> this is therapy for us yes i uh, know uh, uh, <laughs> anyway but it's a really good time for us to sit down with each other and just not be distracted by other things. Just yeah. have pure conversations with each other or with whoever comes onto the podcast because yeah. we've had other candid conversations that have been with our friends. Yeah. And maybe when we go out drinking or something or we go out to a party with them and it's a big group of people, we don't really have that space all the time to sit down and talk about meaningful in-depth topics yeah yeah. depending on you know the energy and the environment yeah but here i think we're able to go into things at a much deeper level and i really appreciate that yeah that we've created the time for ourselves yeah and definitely the feeling of like people are listening and Hopefully someone's not only going to enjoy the conversation, but also uh, maybe connect in some way with us, mm-hmm. which is always appreciated. Like uh, we're doing this so, uh, as much for us as it is for our listeners. And uh, it's always been, uh, I wouldn't say necessarily smooth, mm. but it's a good learning process and I've enjoyed it. Very, very much. Yeah, we got through, what, 11, 10 or 11 episodes. Yeah. And through that time frame, I think we've learned a lot. Yeah. But there's so much more to learn, and that's 
something that we both look forward to, I think. Yeah, we've grown so much too. Like the quality, the episodes have mm-hmm. increased in quality yeah. significantly. And as, as we learn it's how to produce... Fun. Right. Yeah. It's been fun editing and learning yeah. how to edit from you. That's been yeah. a really good skill to have. And regardless where the podcast ends, like it's a skill that you can mm-hmm. say like you have it, you know, mm-hmm. you grow as a person, yeah. which is always great. We need to keep growing until we are three meters tall. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, Benjamin Button. That's what I wanted to do when I was a kid. What? Grow constantly until it was towering everyone. <laughs> you imagine, like, if you just didn't stop growing, it's probably gonna give you a lot of health problems, but still, yeah, it's probably very cool. Looking at everyone like just tiny humans. I didn't register the meters part, and I was thinking when we grow to back to three feet oh, tall, right. as, as in shrinking, you know, when oh. you get older, and I was like, sure, yeah. That's why I threw in Benjamin Button, it's which always been doesn't so apply to this all right. at all. But, <laughs> you know. It's always been so per- perplexing to me, like the idea that Americans don't use meters. Nope. And and kilometers. It's like, how how do you do business with anyone? We don't. How do you explain? <laughs> we struggle. That's right. You've seen me struggle with these You go things. to Europe and you're like, how far is the, the nearest hospital? And it's like... Oh, it is like uh, uh, five kilometers. Like, what is that? It's like, is that so? Was that close? <laughs> is that close or far? What? I was trying to navigate for my friend who was driving in Tokyo. Yeah. And it was already a stressful situation. We were getting back way later than we thought we would, and Tokyo traffic. And I was trying to tell her which way to go and help her out, but right. it was such a new thing for me to navigate in meters, and it said. When I was first getting used to it, it said 800 meters. And I was you like, okay, a, you turn up here. You have a left in 300 meters. Yeah, and I freaked out. And I was like, oh, you have to turn right here. And it Maybe wasn't not. for another <laughs> 800 meters. That's right. quite a ways away. Yeah, you know, meters, uh, the, the, the quintessential uh, metric for distance that the whole world uses right i wouldn't call it quintessential but i mean definitely it's like the wannabe miles Uh, squeeze (laughs) me oh because everything in america is the most important Uh, thing right yeah exactly um, okay Okay. anyways yeah so yeah that's uh that's been part of our journey we've all of course also been working on our uh blog and trying to build that community and also uh, trying our best in social media. We're not still very good at that, but we keep growing. Oh, sorry. <laughs> cold hands. Yeah. Did you know that I was half zombie? That's why I always have my hands cold. What happened to the rest of you? How did, uh, it, how did it escape full zombie? Half not zombie. How? I what do you mean? <laughs> I need answers. I don't have to explain myself. Yes, you do. I'm asking. No. Well, you married me, so you have to accept <laughs> me the way I am. Not if I don't get a background story. Uh, an explanation, please. So in 1975... Damn, you're old. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was born without a face. Damn, and, you ugly. Uh, <laughs> And the only face that was available was a zombie face, so I put it on. And that's my half 
part. And my hands, too. All right. Good. <laughs> Believable. I'll talk to you about this later. <laughs> and more on the storytelling part. All right. Well, you know, <laughs> making strides. Yeah. So in this first episode, we want to cover a very dear topic to both of us. Yeah. And that is... And to many of our listeners who have siblings, because we're talking about siblings. Yeah. Yay. What were... The other day, or maybe it was a few weeks ago, Yeah. we were talking about our siblings. Shout out to all of you. Yeah. All four of you. We love you. Yeah, we really miss you. Yes, we do. And it's very interesting how we've gone on such different paths you know it's it's so strange that we are the same family but you and i the two oldest siblings right have ended up in tokyo and are kind of living this life that not many people back home can imagine because of course can relate yeah yeah of course not many people have lived overseas yeah for this long i know that there's a lot of our friends and our family who have traveled but to move pack up and move this far away from home to mm-hmm. an asian country yeah with such different values and cultural um standards yeah is a big leap i yeah. think that not a lot of people that i know would have taken mm-hmm Um, so we were talking a little bit about how your siblings have, how their perceptions have changed throughout this, um, experience that you've embarked on. Yeah. What that's looked like from the moment you decided to leave. Yeah. And the additional years that you've stayed in Japan. Yeah, it's been it's been quite interesting to see that uh, drift mm-hmm. that uh, siblings develop once they start like making their own lives. Mm-hmm. And most of the time, like most siblings would stay, hopefully in the same state. Maybe they go to a different state. Like they're always at least a flight away, like a short flight away. But when your lives go like so apart, where you're living in different countries mm-hmm. or like. There's an ocean that separates you. Maybe you don't communicate yeah. as often as you would, would have liked to. Yeah. And well. that also depends on like what kind of connection you have with, with your mm-hmm. siblings because some people just don't communicate much. Yeah, you could live in the same state and yeah. still not see them that often. In the same house. And, mm-hmm. and there's like they're like strangers, right? Mm-hmm. But uh I think like it's not only a, a sibling sibling only situation. It happens also with friends. But specifically, I perceive like how how much our lives have drifted, and how much also their perspective, like you were saying, of who I am, like who his brother is, mm. and what kind of things uh, he appreciates, and like it's also it's also a lot about the fact that when you stay in a place for too long, your mentality just stays fixed. Mm-hmm. Or tends to gravitate towards what the general mentality is mm-hmm. over there. And uh, uh, when you come back, it's always... When you go back to your home noticeable. country? Noticeable, yes. 
Um, or to your family? Both. Mm-hmm. Because you have been adopted in a different culture. You've learned to appreciate, to understand, to um, care for things that are not necessarily what you grew up with and uh, and see different different perspectives and different points of views. And then when you come back, there's always that um, the clash, you know? Yeah. And and that translates not only with, with you and your culture shock, but also with your right. family and your communication, the way you communicate with them. Right. And the thing about, like, my family specifically is that um, there's a big gap in our age, mm-hmm. five years. I think you... You guys are only like three years. Yeah, Wesley and I are only three years apart. Yeah, so you you had a you, you kind of related a bit more than I related to my siblings. Right. Yeah, we're both girls. We were yeah. very close throughout our childhood, and yeah. we had a different rela- relationship than yeah. you and your siblings did. Throughout my life, I've always been in a different stage from my siblings. So, like when they were in middle school, I was in high school. When they mm-hmm. were in high school, I wasn't. There was never any overlap. Yeah, there was never any overlap. So there's always been that kind of... uh, uh, Separation. Separation, you know? And uh, moving to another country has just accentuated that to a point which sometimes is difficult to relate. But, you know, the love is still there and and the memories are also there. But that's always a good uh, conversation to have, like how how they see the world and like how I see the world and we we kind of uh, learn from each other, right? Mm-hmm. I expand their their world with my experiences. Have they been open to that? Yes. That's yes. a plus. Yeah, yeah. some people would resist that. Yeah, exactly. A lot of people resist that, unfortunately. But mm-hmm. the good thing is like when I go back and I tell them about um, my experiences... I might use mm-hmm. not necessarily w- w- just when I come back, but like the times that we talk and share, mm-hmm. I expand their worldviews mm-hmm. and I, I make them, I help them see Things bigger world than just the town where they live or right. the country where they live. Right. And when I go back, I also get a reminder of what it was, the simple life that I had. Mm-hmm. So it's like a give and take, you know, Have and you I had- appreciate that. Yeah, I bet. Have you had anyone from your family come and visit Japan? Yes. I had my mom and my sister, my baby sister come. Yeah, one of your sisters visited. So what was her... She's probably heard you talk so much about your experiences, but for her to come here and actually live them herself, get a taste of it at least. Oh, it was wonderful. How did that expand on what you have been trying to bring to the conversation? Well, I mean... Before that point, they were kind of hesitant to the idea of like looking at the option of a life outside of the country. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. the The mentality of a lot of Dominicans is that like you just want to be able to make enough money or have enough success where you can just settle down, have a family, and mm-hmm. just live your life like that. Just be an employee, make enough money maybe become a manager or something like that. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. Your your life, like the idea of traveling, it's only for like giving yourself that luxury, buying stuff and coming back and bringing them. Right. So It's not a long-term plan. Yeah. 
before that point, they have traveled, mm-hmm. uh, but it, it was always with that mentality. Mm-hmm. It's like going to Disneyland. They go to Miami, they go to New York, and they just... Going for a good time. For a good time, exactly. Uh, But from that point on, when I showed her and I showed my family uh, a life outside Mm -hmm. of the country, Mm -hmm. they started to open their minds a little bit. And I think that's something that sometimes, like, not everybody's open to do, like you said. Uh, And uh, my other siblings have, even though they haven't been able to come here, They've had the opportunity to visit other places in the States and uh, have a deeper conversation with family members who are living outside of the country to to also open their minds to the idea of like, hey, maybe, you know, I can look for something else, something more right. and, and make a life in a different You're place. You're not tied to this one place just because exactly. that's where you were brought up. Yeah. That's where everyone else is staying. That's there right. are other places of the world that you can explore yeah it's 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 really like for people like us who feel a intrinsic sense of freedom like Mm -hmm. we can just go anywhere and also this pull to get to these places yeah exactly like i I know i know that's something you can relate like i feel even though it's difficult Mm -hmm. and there will be challenges and hurdles Mm -hmm. i feel the freedom of going anywhere and that's something that a lot of people don't relate. And 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 the fact is that like people from my country specifically, I can mm-hmm. tell you from my from that perspective, they they have this idea of like this is what it is, and I have to accept all the problems mm. of this life. Like, oh, my government is terrible. There's a lot of crime. And there's not a lot of mm. job opportunities and job growth. Yeah. That's just how it is. And I have to f- make make Succumb do with what I have. Yeah, yeah, I have to accept it. Yeah. It's like learn helplessness. And uh, it's only when you start going out and seeing the world and seeing that other people have done it, especially mm-hmm. people from like people that you met, that you grew up with, that you start understanding like, oh, no, I don't have to accept the status quo. Yeah. Right? How about you? How how is your perspective in that sense? Have you had that conversation with your, your sister? Because I know I know you both have traveled quite a lot. Right. I'm thinking more about my friends who right. have um haven't had the experience of living outside of the country or even the state. Yeah. Our home state. And I think like knowing my sister and knowing that we both receive the same amount of encouragement to explore the world from our parents. I don't feel, I don't have any doubt that she would want to do that if she had the the right opportunity in front of her. She hasn't done that for as long as we have, but she did study abroad and um, in in South Africa. So that's, you know, quite the leap Mm -hmm. from the U.S. But as far as... um, Kind of sticking to that mindset mm-hmm. and feeling like maybe going even outside of your own home state is a big risk. I think I've known a lot of people like that and I haven't really understood it, but I also know that the, the environment that nurtured me mm-hmm. that I grew up in completely encouraged that... Um, get out of your shell. Yeah. 
type of um, dreams, right? Like mm-hmm. that mindset that you can do whatever you want. You don't have these boundaries. Yeah. Can and I can I can I ask you to expand a little bit on that? Like you mentioned fear of getting out of your state. Mm-hmm. What, maybe that wasn't exactly the word, but that was the idea. Why fear? What, what is it based on? Like, what could happen to you? I think a lot of it has to do with having close-knit families. And where I grew up, a lot of people had all of their family members basically in the same town. So for you to fly out of even that town is like saying goodbye to your entire family. And maybe you can relate to this, but it's like once you leave, once you step foot outside of the city or outside of that state, you don't really have anyone. And I think that's really scary for a lot of people, like not mm-hmm. knowing that they will have that immediate family mm-hmm. there yeah. to support them is frightening and it's just unknown territory. I think for me, the the, the reason why, like it's, it's difficult for me to, like uh put it in my head because to me you're still in the same country yes like but it's also the u.s that i'm referring yeah i know i know that's what that was what i was going to say like Uh going to a different state is is a big distance compared to like dominican republic which could fit several times in one state that is true yeah so but the thing is like also going to another country for me was going to a different culture Mm -hmm. different language which is way more frightening. Mm. But if you go from Arizona to California. Right. Well, I'm just, I mean, I'm just starting from, you know, step by step. Like you can get out of like I did, you know, you can get out of your city. um, You can get out of your state to attend university. And that was my first step. And it was a big one at the time because I was still a child and I didn't know what I was doing committing myself to but it turned out to be a stepping stone into what into my need to explore the world my desire to leave the country and study abroad and then studying abroad was a stepping stone and then Mm -hmm. eventually it became japan let's live in a foreign country yeah yeah it's a we have a very different view in that sense like Mm -hmm. we are we were grown we were not grown <laughs> we were plants <laughs> we we're homegrown yeah. i was organic and you were full of pesticides why <laughs> why me why why is it why you grew up in america you should be the one with the pesticides oh, put one on the on the on the scoreboard for one <laughs> anyway dad joke number one yeah anyway so yeah, the the fact that we grew up, mm-hmm. uh, even though we grew up in the same environment, like me and my siblings and you and, and oh, your siblings, right, right. Uh, it doesn't necessarily mean that we're going to follow the same path. No, not at all. Yeah, and and I wouldn't say there wasn't any special anything special in my upbringing that. Mm. Uh, pushed me to explore the world a little bit more. Like, yes, I had family in the States, but that's about it. I think uh, half of Dominicans can say that. So that's something that I feel like 
it has more to do with uh, your education. And yes. Knowing what's available yeah, to you. As a little well. bit of your personality too. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And some people want to explore the world. And there's also a lot of people, people who I've met here who just frankly wanted to get away from their home country, which oh, yeah. I think is another plausible reason. You know, there's so much stuff that went down this year in the U.S. I wouldn't blame anyone why would for anyone wanting wanna to go? <laughs> Why would anyone want to leave America? Yeah. Everything's going peachy over there. Oh, man. Oof, especially if the election didn't turn out the way it did. Yeah. Ooh, come that's on a, over That's to a topic Japan. for another, another, another yeah. day. Or never. <laughs> Probably that. <laughs> anyway, going back to siblings, mm-hmm. were you always close to your sibling? Like, were you always comfortable sharing your heartbreaks and your victories? Um, I think once my sister and I, you know, we had some overlap in school since our age difference isn't as great as yours yeah. with your siblings. So when we got to high school, there was a lot of, you know, things that changed for both of us. Mm-hmm. And we became closer going to the same school, not hanging out with the same friend groups, but at mm-hmm. least we had more similar experiences mm-hmm. and we we're both a little more mature. Yeah. So we had kind of filled in that age gap at that point. Mm-hmm. And we did share a lot of things. Um we all we didn't spend a lot of time together because we had separate friend groups but i think before college we shared a lot more with each other than we did um when we took off to different states how about now now it's hard because it's you know the time difference and i think as we established our own careers and our own relationships yeah. outside, after college yeah. um, or I guess during college, yeah. those became our primary um, support networks. Mm-hmm. Not to say that our families weren't, but you know, when you're in college, you're always with the people that you attend school with. You have that friend group that if you're living, if you're lucky to live on school on campus, then they're there all the time. Right. Or at least you can, see meet meet up with them in the library or something and i think that kind of beca- became more of the the go-to group of confidants that i had yeah. compared to my family yeah they were more immediate they were going available. yeah exactly and they were going through the same things in life that sure. i was so now i feel like we still have that we've kept that distance Oh. Which, yeah, I know it's it's different now. It's a yeah. little disappointing sometimes. There's always time to reconnect. Yeah. yeah, and I know we will. Yeah. I think now is just that time where it's a little bit chaotic in both of our lives. Yeah. But I have I have all the confidence that um, once we both settle down, things settle down in our lives, we'll be able to rekindle that. Great. Yeah. How about you? What do you, how has your relationship to your siblings changed throughout the time? I'm a very unique case in that sense Mm -hmm. because not only have been 
there's been that gap of five mm-hmm. years with my siblings, but also um, due to certain circumstances, I became kind of like that father figure mm-hmm. to them. So that always uh, was a presence for most of their, um, I would say, early, not not too early high school time, like mm-hmm. middle school time. Is that time where you're starting to like cement your personality and uh, and, and make your own person and that kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And in that period, uh, I became something more than hit their brother, mm-hmm. and that has stayed with them uh, for the rest of their lives, or at least so far. And up the, until now, up until now, that's right. Uh-huh. And uh, because of that our relationship has become more of a like formal kind of like lots of respect, but an inability to kind of relate or connect truly. They have a lot of love for me, uh, but um, they, it never feels like, Mm. like they're my siblings. And, And it seems like they feel the same way. It feels more like, uh, a little bit like they're my kids. Yeah. And uh, in that sense, connecting in that level has always been pretty much impossible. Like, I don't, I don't know. I know some of her, their friends, mm-hmm. but I don't know much what the, what's going on in their lives. Mm-hmm. I get it from third parties. Like, right. And, and it's kind of regrettable. I wish I had more, more of that kind of connection that you mentioned, at least at the beginning. But uh, it, yeah, it's a very unique case. Do they have that, the more brotherly, sisterly connection with each other? Uh, I would say so. Unfortunately, I feel like, given the circumstances again, I feel like we grew up kind of as strangers in the same house. I guess it was also kind of like the way we were raised. Hmm. But I don't, I wouldn't say the, the level of connection they, they have with each other. Mm-hmm. It's even comparable to the level of connection that most siblings have. They do have some, but not not as much. How do you think their um, view of you has changed since you've left the nest? Did they expect that or was that a complete surprise as well? Uh, no, they expected it, absolutely. Yeah. It was a bit of a surprise by the way it came. Mm-hmm. It was kind of like out of, out of the blue. Mm-hmm. But they... They knew something like that was coming. Um, and uh, I think in some ways it has just like made it a bit more difficult to relate. Yeah. <laughs> they they see this person that they respect a lot just keep going farther and farther away. Mm. Not necessarily in distance, but just like in a different, it's a completely different stage mm-hmm. in life and with different min- mindset, mm-hmm. like I was saying. And that I, that's something that I'm try- actively trying to say every time I... Every, Every time I come back, I'm actually actively trying to reconnect with them and trying to help them uh, open their minds again to so they can relate a little bit more and also, you know, have a better life. Mm-hmm. Uh, but ultimately, it's their decision. Like if they want to do whatever they want to do, they want to stay or something, that's it's, fine. It's really hard to... I've had that experience with my friends too. It's hard to bring that um 
the experiences that you want to share forward sometimes because you don't want to seem like, oh, I'm this person who's done all of this. Yeah. What have you done? You don't want to seem like you're preaching to this, mm. to these group of people who mean a lot to you, but maybe they just don't have the context. So it kind of seems a little over their head. Yeah. And until they are able to have a similar, at least similar experience to you, I don't think it's easy to mm. go up to approach that. Do mm. you? Yeah. It's, well, I had a very unique experience. I think we both did. But, yeah, it, it, you have to have, I wouldn't say the right personality. Just It's just like you have to be willing to put yourself in situations that might not feel very comfortable. Yeah. And also have that, like, energy to go out and try stuff. Not a lot of people have that. And until you do those things, you're not going to be able to understand. It's like, it's like getting out from getting out from flatland, being able to see flatland. And also it's kind of hard oh. for the other person to respond unless, you know, maybe no. certain people will just be excited by it, yeah. but other people might feel a little down, like, or man, threatened. like, I, right, right. Like this threatened. person is talking down to me or this, yeah. I feel like I haven't been doing anything with my life yeah. there before they get stuck in that comparison yeah. trap. And that must be tough to deal with emotionally yeah. on both sides. It was, I remember one of my friends told me when I came back, it's like, oh man, I'm I, I really happy that you came to visit. But every time you come and visit, I just feel depressed because Aww. I see all the things that I'm not doing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, do you don't want me to come back? It's like, no, 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 please come back. I don't care. <laughs> I, had a, I had a friend share that sort of comment with me too I think I'm not sure if it was the last it was before I I came to Japan and she said oh now you're gonna be even more disconnected <laughs> from everyone here and I'm like oh man was I already was I connected disconnected before it's like yeah. oh <laughs> but I think I've learned to deal with it on my end a little mm. better now I don't take it as personally and I I'm more sensitive to others than how I bring up the subject. If I find that someone is interested in learning more and they really um, try to get more information out of me, yeah. they seek it um, from me specifically, then I'm eager to give that back to yeah. them. But if I know someone is very comfortable in the spot they're in, that's perfectly okay. I'm not going to yeah. push anything on anyone. Yeah. Not trying to push any any views on anyone. Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So uh, to round to round this topic up, just mm -hmm. big hugs to our siblings. We yeah. love you very much, and we miss you a lot. Yeah, we're Thankfully, really excited to see you yeah, all soon. We will be traveling if everything goes well. Mm -hmm. Very soon to visit my siblings and my family, and we'll be enjoying a well-deserved escapade from Japan and uh, we will be able to reconnect and experience again the the, the drift <laughs> the, the, the rift in between and then we can us. observe how this rift has changed That's since right. the last time you visited yeah. and also having me there accompanying yeah, you that's gonna, gonna be amazing I can't wait yeah. I can't wait <laughs> can't wait too yeah. I want to do something different 
I just came up with an idea. Okay. So I wanted to be spontaneous and not tell you about Let's it. Let's do it. And this isn't necessarily going to be in all of our podcasts, but I thought it'd be fun for today. Yeah. You can have fun with this. So I have a gratitude journal now and I have fun writing in it sometimes. I don't yeah. do it daily, but I'm going to try to do it more often because it really helps me think about the things that I do have rather than the things that I don't. So one thing that I wanted to do with you is maybe do a couple of these exercises together Yeah. Um, every once in a while. And today's um, exercise is thinking about the things you appreciate that start with the following letters and the letters yeah. spell out gratitude. I see. So I just want to do like, Quick, rapid fire. All right. You give me one answer. I give you the answer. Okay. Right? Good. Okay. So what is something you appreciate that starts with the letter G? Um, wow. Okay. Put me in the spot there. Something that starts with the letter G. I can go I'm first. Grateful. Okay. Go for grandmas. it. Grandmas. Yeah. Grandmas Especially are the, best. the grandma impression that you do. But for real, grandmas are the best and... Yeah. They have so much wisdom, so much mm. love, so much sass, so much judgment. That's why I love them. I want to keep these answers so short. You have to eat your cranberries. <laughs> Don't forget to eat your cranberries. Yes. You're not going to grow and then no one's going to marry you. But I hate cranberries, Grandma. You have to eat them. It's the only way that you can grow and be a handsome boy. <laughs> but Grandma, I'm a girl. Billy? Is that not Billy? I always confuse you all. You all look like butts anyway. <laughs> Thank you for that brilliant improv. Nice. Brought that out. Okay. okay. I have grandma to Juan. And Would that be your grandma name? <laughs> I'm going to scratch out. I'm writing this down, by the way. Grandma Juan. And um, I am grateful for... Uh, Come on, five. Oh four, no. Three. I'm not good at this. Two. One. Grapes. <laughs> I love grapes. Oh, green or purple? Purple. Okay. Yeah. Do you like Japanese grapes, by the way? Japanese grapes are great. They really make them look beautiful. And, and it's so like an explosion of juice. Yes. It's just Everybody. an amazing experience. They they really try to like just pick the most perfect ones. They do. That is so Japan, right? Yeah, Quintessential grocers. They, they cost like a knee and a... Uh, an arm and a leg. Uh, or a, a knee leg. and an yeah. elbow. I like yeah. that one even better. That's great. Yeah. All right. All right, next. R. You go first. I am grateful for... Um, Come on! I'm grateful for rules. Oh. <laughs> oh man, that Did was I awesome. really you're, marry a you're, square? You're, you're, <laughs> your your face when you when you just oh, gave that sigh I was just so died inside. <laughs> All right, okay. I, I don't even want to know okay. anymore. Continue. Okay, just no, no, stop. No, 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 stop. No, continue with the with this subject. Uh with the talk <sighs> about exactly fruits. I, I am grateful for raisins. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, I'm gonna. I'm grateful for 
Rasta culture, ex- especially. Wait, that's a compound. That's more than okay. one word. All right, okay. I didn't know that was that was reggaeton. Reggaeton. Yes. What is that? It's music. Oh, nice. Because it always. Oh, reggaeton. Yeah. I thought you were saying rigatone. That's like a pasta. Rigatoni. Rigatoni. That's a good one too. All right. Put both down. Good. Okay. Next. Uh, A. A. Yes. Um, I'm grateful for. Air that we breathe. Oh, yes. That's yeah. a good one. Being able to breathe properly and healthily. Always, yes. That's something yeah. that we take for granted. I'm grateful for armpits. Armpit? <laughs> armpit. I took yours. Yeah. Because they're great. Just a bit of context. That's one of my favorite things to to say when I'm with Wendy. And grab. Yeah. <laughs> Ump it. <laughs> I mean, it's a great place to store your hands when it gets <laughs> cold. <laughs> yeah, I, and it's very cold, so I need somewhere to put my hands. I, I know, and I feel the cold every <laughs> time. <laughs> Next, tea. Um, Keep it PG, mister. <laughs> you should see this face. He looks like an abandoned puppy. I'm grateful for trains. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, that's so such convenient. an integral part of our everyday yeah. life. I yeah. don't know how we can make, how we can live our lives without trains. Being able how to get anywhere live? without cars. I mean, if we live in Seattle, then we'll be able to still enjoy that luxury but yeah. anywhere else Ugh. i'm afraid not charlie i don't know how you how you live without trains rest of the world I trains don't know. or tea segue because we drink tea like it's our job and yes. who wants to sponsor us because we can definitely do your tea justice mm-hmm. that's right what's your favorite tea by the way um cinnamon something that has cinnamon i oh, love it yeah. <laughs> She's making fun of me, by the way. <laughs> you didn't have to say that. It was implied. Okay. <laughs> Next. Okay, I, jokester. I, I, I am grateful for... Intimacy uh, with my lover. Oh. Sorry That's I interrupted so you. No, it's, it's, I appreciate it. My mind is on fire. Um, I am grateful for... Five, four, three, two. Ice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you when I put ice, ice on my hot water, I can drink I, it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have never once... For some reason, we have an, what is it? The ice cube trays. Yeah. That I think came from your apartment, but yeah. I've never seen you use oh ice once. <laughs> I'm like, I should have said ice cream. It. Why didn't I just say ice cream? Because that would also be a lie. That's not true. I sometimes eat ice creams. When I'm gone? No. You're sneaking it? Well, if I eat ice cream like three times a year, it's still sometimes. <sighs> Missed opportunity there. <laughs> All right. Okay, back to another t- 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 tea. 
Oh, okay. We can use the same letter several times. Um, yeah, because gratitude has two T's. Oh, snap. <laughs> I didn't know. All right. <laughs> okay, you go this time because I started with the T last time. Um, okay, I'm grateful for Tan. I think his last name is France. Tan France. The Fabulous Five. Oh, because yes. his hair just every time I look at it, I'm like, how can there this is perfection? How yeah. can there be anything more perfect than his hair? Yeah. And also I would love for him to style me someday because that would feel good. Right. I could use some of that amazing man style yeah. in my life. I know so if I if I butchered his name, I'm sorry. I really am a fan. I just am not thinking straight today. Notice me, Senpai. Okay, I am grateful for trousers on winter. In the winter? Very warm. They keep you very cozy. It's really nice. What would we do without our trousies? That's right. Should I write that down or is it worth it? Is it worth it? It is. <laughs> Come on. I'm really trying here. All right, next. Oh, this is a good one. You. One, um. two, three. Underwear. Oh, I thought you were going to say it at the same time. Get yourself. My brain is not working the way today. Undies, <laughs> yeah. especially the ones with Lisa Frank on them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Man, I'm just. Okay. You're killing it tonight. Undies and. Oh, I mean, if you live in Tokyo, you have to have a. Umbrella. Yes. Yes, I'm grateful for umbrellas. How They're many, great. How many um, umbrellas do you think we have gone through? The individual goes through in a year? In Japan? In Tokyo. Uh, it's way over the do- double digits for sure. 15. How many have you lost? Ooh. Am, on my time in Japan? Yeah. About 30. <laughs> I'm not kidding. It's true. I th- it's ridiculous. I think I've lost less than 10 digits. Wow, really? I mean, You really yeah. care for them. It rains a lot here. And sometimes they you break. have to like... They break. They break. They're, they're not the best quality either. No. Because, you know, they're Because who wants to... Yeah, who wants to spend the thing $30 is like, dollars on an umbrella when you can spend 300 on the ones you lost? <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, like, since you walk a lot here, you kind of have to carry it. And mm-hmm. then it's like annoying, like... Just put it somewhere and then you just And then you forget because you're in a hurry or because yeah. everyone else has an umbrella and then so, you yeah, mindlessly walk away. If you're walking here in Japan, you'll find a lot of umbrellas abandoned everywhere. Yeah, or they're hanging up because someone, you know, just dropped one on the, f- the ground and then people hang them on the nearby gate so yeah. they can come back and collect them. And people do or sometimes. Or steal them. I don't know. Yeah. Stealing is not really a thing here. Oh, but, well, you know. Huh? You could it if happens. You, you could if you wanted. I stole one outside of a Combini once because I didn't want to buy my own, so I just took someone else's. Whoa. Who was, was I with Ferret? I was with some friend. Bad influence. It wasn't my fault. Um, if any police officer is home, I am not related to her. <laughs> I only have your last name. Almost. No! Is that why we didn't get my name changed yet? So you can still say that. 
Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> you can get yourself. Out I was of- the one who was going to commit the crime. You got ahead of me. Oh God! All right. Oh, that was a good one. Okay. D-d-d-d-d-d-d. Um, PG. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I am grateful for. Uh, 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 D? That's dentists. They're great. Oh, yes. They dental really, hygiene. Dental hygiene. I want to stay with dentists, though. Well, I'm grateful for dental hygiene. Yes. Because that's very important. People, you should definitely give more importance to dental hygiene. It's so, so, so good to have... You know, everything in order in there. And to have a social life. Yeah, be able to talk and not fear like people are going to look at all the gross stuff you have in your mouth. Or smell you from afar. Uh, like, oh, there no, comes Wendy. Oh, uh, yeah. Better pretend like, that you're not I don't even like need busy. to see her. I can smell her. <laughs> that mouth. That mouth, though. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. And finally, we have an E. All right, E. Eleanor, R.I.P. Oh, my poor bike. <sighs> we had we have one family member that didn't make us yeah. make it throughout no. this year. No. I can't speak bike. English right now. Who did not make it through through the year? <laughs> and I that feel is so right a now. loved and borrowed. Well, not borrowed, I guess. She it was, was given. It was given, given to us. Yeah. Yes. By the way, cherished for a while. If you've never been to Japan, it's very convenient to have a bike here. So we were very lucky to have two bikes that were basically just given to us for free. And unfortunately, one of them didn't survive. Uh, But again, we are really grateful for you and everything you did for us. And we're sorry that we just left you at the 7-Eleven, but we didn't know what else to do because Um, we're in Japan. Uh, we love you. Oh, <laughs> Rest in bike. Huh? <laughs> I was trying to see how long you were going to do the same noise. Oh, well, next time. Failure. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Did that? Did the mic pick that up? Probably. It definitely did. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, like, I took this dramatic breath and then that was a fart. something inside of my that throat. That was absolutely a fart. No, it really wasn't. It was a Mouth fart. <laughs> okay, sure. <laughs> oh, God. Do you have one more E to, e- to end to the this? List? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, I am grateful. I'm grateful for ends because this episode is ending. Oh, oh my God. Perfect segue. Just give me the Oscar right now. I'll take it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm trying to do the 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 Queen Elizabeth wave. Exactly. That <laughs> It's like she's doing okay, the thing, I'm the Beyonce thing, the Beyonce thing. <laughs> okay, let's end this episode on the high note <laughs> because I brought it and I destroyed just, it. Some people just don't know what to do with their hands or their mannerisms. Oh, I know what to do with my hands. <laughs> goodness we should continue talking about our experiences um, with our siblings like fond memories we've had in later episodes or whatever 
feedback we get from our audience will be appreciated. Did you enjoy yeah. this episode? I uh-huh. really hope that you did. And yeah. we hope that you enjoyed the changes and also the new intro. Mm-hmm. Uh, and please send us an email to podcast at don't tell my Please check our Twitter and our Instagram. By the way, we're going to be introducing something very, very <laughs> interesting and fun in our Instagram. We're going to let you know in a later episode. But we really appreciate your time and sitting here, sitting with us. And uh, please join us on our new episode next week, maybe. Dun, 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 dun. I forget how the star. Star Wars. Star Wars. Dun 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 We're professionals. Anyway. Anyway. Take care out there. We love you very much and we'll see you on the next episode. Goodbye. Bye. You tried. Try it. Bye! <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. We're going to okay. be blowing out some eardrums with okay. this. <laughs> Bye.